You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Grand Brothers And welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me is Todd Stark. Hello. And we have a very special guest today, a special special. guest host, since our uh, other man, John, is down for the day. He's on assignment in my ass. (laughs) Well, if if that's where he wants to be. Uh, We have with us a uh, variety streamer by the name of Lacia Finley. You can catch her on Twitch. Uh, Lacey, it is great to have you here to join us on our little wonderful podcast. I know things kind of got shifted a little bit out of the uh, the ordinary of what we're, we were going to do, but that's fine. I think it I think it works out better. We're this shifty. Way. We're shifty. Show must go shifty. on. Show must go on. That's Good right. to be here, though. Thank you very much. Well, uh, before we get into anything uh, major, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for the audience's sake? Well. Um, as you already said, variety streamer on Twitch, kind of a long lifer in wanting to be in the entertainment field. Um, I'm kind of a taco addict along with a coffee addict as well. Those two go hand in hand really nicely, I have found. Um, and I've also aspired to be the future ex-wife to Bruce Campbell. Maybe one day he'll get all of my messages and my healthy stalking that I do at all the comic cons that he comes to. Um, (laughs) outside of that, um, I've done a lot of theater in my life. Uh, mostly community theater all the way up through once I graduated high school and some stuff in college um, and dabbled in film work for a while. Currently reside in Chicago, living that dream. Awesome. And you were on, yeah. uh, what, Chicago PD? Was that I was on was Chicago it? PD, yeah. yeah. I had one, uh, I had a speaking role and a fight scene. And I know, I and that was a legit fight myself, scene. And it was pretty freaking awesome, if I do say so. Yeah. The next day I felt like I was in a tiny car wreck, but <laughs> we made it look good. It was legit. <laughs> Was that? Would you consider that like your biggest achievement as far as acting, or, or has there been others? Uh, so far, yes, I would say, because that would be the first national booking that I did. A lot of stuff would just be kind of local um, and like independent film work and stuff like that in the area. Uh, so yeah, so that was the first like major paying gig, and that's it, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I did some stuff. I don't know if you're probably familiar at all with The Onion. It's kind of a local. Um, out of Wisconsin and Chicago, kind of a satire news mm-hmm. yeah, I've heard deal. Of it. I, I did a I did a clip for them. Their well, their sister production, Clickhole Productions, where um, it was uh, lesbians explain all the SimCity cheat codes. Um, <laughs> so take for what you will, and, uh, <laughs> and so and that, that was another one that kind of got some exposure and then died off. That was a couple of years ago as well. So yeah, nice. So, so it's safe to that. say she's the biggest like name we've had on here oh yeah for sure oh yeah yeah i'm classing it up for you guys you know? that's right you're, you're gonna take us to a whole new level hopefully i tell you what <laughs> all the pressure now all the pressure <laughs> so what what actually led you to going to streaming exactly 
Uh, well, I've always been kind of a video game addict since I was little. Uh, the first console that I had was Atari, um, and that was probably just because I was born way too late in life as far as my sisters and all of them are concerned, so they had it. So I, I, I'm not before the Atari, but that was the first system we had in our home. First one was the NES that was bought for me brand new um, and kind of got addicted from it from there. And as soon as PC gaming became a thing, I kind of shifted over to that. Um, so with the entertainment bug in me and loving video games, it just kind of seemed logical for me to make that step to kind of have a little bit of a entertainment avenue for my release in between times when you don't get to film or do all that kind of stuff. And I get to play video games and hang out with awesome people. So it's just seemed like a no-brainer. For sure. No, I mean, you were probably my first real Twitch streamer that I actually watched. I was I kind of dabbled in it at first and and started mm -hmm. watching a few people but you were the first one that I actually latched onto and I started I watching on a regular basis because you your audience at the time I think it, you were still kind of early on you didn't have a lot of followers so it was yeah. it was easy for me to kind of get into your room <laughs> and, and feel like I was going to have a conversation because I I think one of the first ones I jumped into they had hundreds of people and it was just chaos and i was like no nah, I, don't, I don't want to do i don't want to deal with this so then i kind of found you and it was a kind of a quiet little room there was a little chatter and i thought well i can slip in here and see what happens and i've uh, been hooked ever since so i'm, I'm kind of glad that i, I found I remember the bonding over, over, and we were talking about film quite a bit, actually, yes. and I think, because I remember those those conversations, it was a lot of fun, so we, I, I do remember when you first started coming in, and it was exciting, oh, somebody yeah. who, like, understood the whole film process, and what it was like to be a starving artist, and <laughs> I, we had good conversations, it was a good time. A good oh, we, time. we did. He's not Glad starving. Well, I'm not starving now, but, you know, if I really <laughs> wanted to push it out there, then maybe I could be. Yeah, because I offered him a biscuit this morning, and he said no. <laughs> Yeah, I just—I no. wasn't hungry. I wasn't hungry, so I wasn't starving. Nice. No. Oh man, I always work. food is good. I don't turn down food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had to this morning. I was just like, nah, nah. I just wasn't feeling it. It's okay. I just had a muffin, no biscuit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Muffins are good. So with your, I've noticed, like I said, you've you've started. Very, I guess I, I'm not really sure when you started exactly, and I, I think I I jumped in. I want to say earlier in the year, February, maybe. Kind of, that sounds uh, about right. I know it was early, maybe. early in the year. It and was still pretty early. Like, I, well, I started when I decided, like, okay, I'm going to do this more than just like once every couple of weeks. It was probably like last October, early November mm -hmm. when I said, all right, I'm going to set a schedule. I'm going to do this at least three to four times a week. Um, so yeah, that that might be about right because I had a really slow start because I didn't really understand Twitch. So, like, I just kind of did it and didn't bother to, like, try to do all of the other ins and outs that's good for building a community and trying to get all that kind of in order first. I just went, let's just jump in and see what happens. And I kind of bumbled and learned my way through it. Right. <laughs> so not the right way to do it. But, you know, as of right now, I'm having a good time with it. <laughs> well, I mean, I will say that I've seen you grow. I mean, for sure, you went from, I'm going to say at least less than 300 when I got there, maybe that sounds about right. And you're well over a thousand or nice. more. Yeah. Like 1300 something now it's crazy. And a lot of it with the, with the new Twitch app implementation too, I think had a lot to do with that um, because it was just been over like the last month, month and a half where it's just seemed to kind of balloon to this mm -hmm. huge level. 
Um, so, and there's a lot of theories out there on how people feel about the the, the Twitch app with the, the way the follows and stuff work. But I mean, trying to be positive about it, then those those people may not have initially gone into your stream, but you're hopeful since they followed that they will. So, like, you got to look for look for it that way. Though they were obviously interested in something you were doing at that time, which is why they followed, and then hopefully they'll come in and support the stream. Now, what do you think it takes to gain that following and that for as far as popularity is concerned because I've seen some very eccentric personalities and they don't seem to have that kind of following like you do I mean you're you're I'm not saying that you don't have an eccentric personality you you're very fun and talkative you interact with everyone well that's a big deal though yeah I, I feel like that's that's the whole purpose of being there you want to watch someone play a game. But you also want to have that interaction with the person playing it. And I think that really right. helps add to that. But do you think there's some kind of secret formula to it? Because I, there, there are some streamers that we actually know that I feel like should have gotten there so far. Oh, yeah. should have so much more than they have. They're amazing. Yeah. I don't see that there's there's plenty of theories, I think, that float around about there. But I, I think the biggest thing is like networking, because it's such a saturated market at this point. Um, Twitch has been around a while. There's a lot of people who have those aspirations. So it's just trying to be able to get through the thick of all of the people. And I think visiting Twitch streams, um, interacting with those people so people see your name, um, I, I think that helps a lot, too. And as a streamer, hosting, rating other people, um, showing that love to other people who are also smaller, um, that, that all of those kind of things generate more traffic, hopefully, towards your channel. They're like, oh, I just got this massive raid. This is awesome. And then, and obviously, you're kind of having your raiders PR for you where they're saying, hey, Lacey, your raid, blah, 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 spam and chat. And so now you've got those people in those chat that see a, a supportive streamer, and then hopefully they'll follow back and want to and want to do the same thing. So I, I think networking is huge. Um, don't be slandering other streamers, you know. Even yeah. if you don't like them, it's fine. They'll go to their channel, you know. You don't need all that. And social media is really, really big. Like Twitter. I never even had a Twitter until I started twitching. Never bothered with it. Um, but it's it's amazing how that's kind of the lifeline to your viewers to chat, to let them know what you're doing. Um, game developers even, like you follow them. Sometimes you might get lucky and they'll retweet you when you say, hey, I'm playing your game. Especially in my case where I, where I do more indie games. Like the, the, the smaller ones, they're very willing to retweet and even visit your channel. I mean, I've had game developers come in because they knew I was streaming their game and and PR that way. So it's really, you got to put in a lot of time to just want to be willing to network and, and do all that. And then, of course, absolutely have fun while you're on stream. And hopefully people will be engaged in that because I'm very interactive. That's my thing. I want to I wanna talk with people. I want to get to know you. Um, but then if you're a, let's say, a speedrun streamer, like, that's a whole other world, you know? Like, you're just amazing at this game and you speedrun it. You may not even have to talk to people. They're there just to see these skills, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So figure out what you want to do with it and network and market and get on that social media. Yeah, that, All of it that me. you can and learn it. Learn it well, you know? Oh, yeah. You've, you've set up one one great big network, I must say. That's I, It seems to be really working, especially just seeing the jump of subscribers I'd say it was working for sure. Whether it's working mm-hmm. for everybody within the group, I can't say. But for you, yeah, absolutely right. is working. And do you do you feel like that social media, since you kind of brought it up, 
As far as the games that you play, you say you play a lot of indie games, which if you've heard us talk on here, we love indie yep. games. We're, yeah. we're big fans indie. of it. We feel like that they are the future when it comes to the, the games that are going to be. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really going to reach <laughs> new heights because these guys, they, they may start off small, but they're going to go somewhere. They're doing something great. So do you feel like mm-hmm. that pushing those, do you think that it helps in, in a way Hopefully, I mean, d- depending on your perception of the game, you may like it, you may not. But do you do you go out of your way to kind of like a game, or do you just genuinely give your opinion if you don't like it? I just I genuinely give my opinion. I mean, I think I'm pretty diplomatic about it, though, because in my opinion, just because I don't like it doesn't mean you may not. Right. So, like, if I'm streaming a game and I'm not having fun, I'll just be like, you know what, guys, I, this just really isn't for me. Maybe those of you who are watching right now, you might think this is fun. Go go pick it up. But like, I'm probably not going to play this this game again because of this, that or the other reason. So I, I never want to trash anyone's work. And maybe that's the creative in me where it's just like, I know someone's heart and soul for the most part. I mean, I know that there's games that just gets pushed out and they're hoping to make a couple of bucks and they don't care about the mechanics or how it went down or anything like that. But for the most part, you know, they, they really struggled hard with it for years to get it made. And like, just because I don't like it doesn't mean it shouldn't be successful to other people who may actually enjoy it. So that's kind of how I approach it when I'm playing an independent game. Um, if I like it, great. If I don't, I'll just be like, well, it's not for me, guys. And I'm just probably going to play this game again. I'll do it, do another game another time. <clears throat> well, I think sometimes, you know, when you're honest with them, you're, you're actually helping them out. You know, you can point out something that they don't see. Yeah. Right. And I feel like transparency with your viewers is very key also. Like, because they're, they're watching you for a reason. Like, they either like how you play a game or they like just your personality with it because it, it, it's really strange sometimes people may only be there because of the game um but your regular viewers will come back no matter what so like they'll they'll be able to tell and if you start lying to them or doing something like that that's that's another in my opinion it's a big deal i I would rather my viewers know i'm being honest about the game that i'm playing and i'm not going to trash it but if i don't like it i'm not going to tell them it's great because i think i might make a buck because you hit the the buy this game now on my channel thing. Like, I'm not going to do that. Hell, I've had that happen and told them, I'm like, guys, you can get it on Steam right now for half that price. Don't do it under there. Don't do it under there. Don't do it. You know, like, just, it's not that big of a deal in that that (laughs) regards to me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I've kind of noticed that too. Uh, As far as the games that you play, I'd say definitely what you play would bring in viewers. I I was actually sitting there thinking about it because there was a conversation yesterday on your stream. Someone had mentioned the game you were playing when they first started watching, and I, I could not remember what it was that brought me to you. Oh, because that they said was the first one they saw me stream? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But I think the one guy said Walking Dead, maybe. And I don't I don't feel like game. I don't feel like that was what you were playing when I came in. But it had to have been something to make me think, oh, I'll go over here because it's a small group and I kind of want to see that game played. So let me let me go over mm-hmm. there and take a peek. But I don't remember what it was. But I feel like that's key. Whatever you're playing, despite what, you know, what kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know. Reputation it may have. Oh, oh yeah. You know, it could be a bad game. game. It could be like a, for, yeah, okay. yeah, a big game that's coming out right now. I feel like that helps draw in viewers. So are you very particular about the games that you pick outside of just indie games or do you do you kind of 
have those games that you say, well, I'm trying to lure in people, so let me go ahead and play that? Yeah. It's a delicate balance. It really is because obviously at my level, like I'm still not huge, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it, it, playing a smaller game that people don't know for people at my level is probably – hampers the growth at least for that time that you're playing that game because like at that point I'm relying on just those who always come in to come watch me and then maybe word of mouth like hey this game's really cool you should be checking out what she's playing right now or again going back to the social media if I tweet it out that I'm playing this small game then hopefully you know the developer will tweet it and then you get those people to come in um but yeah for growth I, I've, I've been trying to now balance it with Games that I still enjoy, like I'm not going to play a game I hate. And mm-hmm. I know like, mm-hmm. I know that's a thing. Some people get stuck on one game and they know that's what their viewers like. And unfortunately, that's what they have to do to keep their base and to keep making money for those that use this as a job. Um, so it, now I've been trying to balance it more with more popular games that I enjoy. And then once that kind of grows up a little bit, then I start throwing in the ones that I really want to do, like that's the smaller games, because now I'm like, well, enough of those people came back a few days in a row, so maybe they'll come in and check this one out. I mean, when I did Dr. Decker, that's a prime example. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a smaller game. Nobody had really heard of it, but I'm like, I'm going to try it. And the developer actually tweeted it out. And so some of my people saw that I was playing this weird FMV game and like stayed because the story was gripping you know, and it was a really good game. And then I had the developers coming in and they were tweeting out pictures of me streaming it. So it's like you can get lucky that way when you oh, yeah. mm-hmm. put in the indie time and it's a good game. And uh, so it, it's a balance. It's a balancing yeah. act. Now I'm playing some games that I feel like will be a little bit more of a crowd pleaser to try to draw in a few more faces. And then I'm going to throw them for a loop for an indie game later on, hoping they'll come in and check it out. <laughs> I love it when you play indie games, especially something that I don't know because it gives me an insight to whether or not I want to play it because there have been a handful that I've seen you play that I'm like, man, I really want to play this. And I think I've actually went out and bought <laughs> not too long after thinking this was this was actually something I'd, I'd want to try myself. So I love that you do that. And I, I feel like that's perfect. Just not only being a small streamer, but that you push the indie scene because it needs more love than it gets. If you were a yeah, Call of definitely. Duty player, which I know would not be, but if you were that person, you know that you would probably have subscribers out the wazoo because there are so many people out there who just love that. Uh, that and gets I just, on my nerves. So I don't bad. get it. I mean, I like yeah. Call of Duty, but I hate that they just get stuck on that game so long. Yeah. Right. And, well, and that kind of goes back to, like, depending on the type of streamer that you are, too, because some people have made it big because they're amazing at competitive games. Right. And that's what their viewers expect to see when they come back. Believe it or not, a lot of those really large Twitch streamers that play the same game, I'm sure they hate it by now. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, like, by now they're like, I've played this thing for three or four years now straight, and I'm like, I'm over it. But if that's their job, that's that some of them feel obligated that that's what they have to play that day to keep some money coming in for themselves. So um, I'm at the level where I get to still play and have fun. (laughs) So I know my viewership might drop when I switch to an unknown game that day, but my really awesome community comes in and we still have a freaking awesome time. And that's, and, and to me, that's, well worth it oh yeah so i'm I'm never by myself and i'm playing an awesome game and i have amazing people that come in and chat with me too so it's it just depends on how you want to how you want to work it for yourself you know for sure yeah it will drop it will drop for those mm. people who play call of duty like you say all of the time they decide to do something new the next day and 
let's say they have 2,000 people that are always in there. It might be a couple hundred, and they just have to suck it up and know that that's how it's going to be, yeah. you know. <laughs> so they I, get lucky. I do have a, another question because I feel like this is very important. Being a streamer and your status, I feel like that over the years, gaming has always kind of been, quote, unquote, a man's world. You, you've always heard, you know, you never hear about female yeah, yeah. gamers. It's, it's like it was a, a unicorn that just existed out there. It's like, right. oh, gosh, you right. actually play a game? But yet, when I, I look on Twitch, there are so many. So what exactly, in your mind, made that actually happen? Like, what pushed them into the limelight? Because I, I feel like they've been there a long time. But yeah. it's just now that they seem like they've come out of their shell saying, I'm proud to be a gamer. I'm going to come out and tell everybody I'm a gamer. So what, what do you think kind of brought that along? Uh, well, I think finally once people got out of their heads that women only play point and click and mobile games, um, <laughs> which <laughs> bothers me. But um, I think a lot of it, too, is like because the main group for Twitch that watches it, as they say statistically, is what, like 18 to 35-year-old men, right? Right. Um, and they're always like, oh, the elusive girl gamer. This is great. So when you see like women who are completely 100% enjoying a video game or even rocking it, let's just say, you know, men probably for the most part, depending on who you are, probably enjoy looking at a female over a male. Oh yeah. Let's just put that out there. Unfortunately, that's, that's probably the case for some <laughs> people. So when you put those two things together, I think that's kind of a really nice draw for some people because they're like, oh, she's not just playing this point and click game. She's doing really good. She's interactive. And I think with um, finally, once you got past the whole Gamergate BS and everything too, mm -hmm. you know, and started to realize that we want to take a portion of this world because we're having fun, not that we're trying to take over anything. I think a lot of that... Um, opened it up and especially with twitch when we finally started seeing women playing what people quote unquote call real games like any game you play it's a real game and deal with it people like, yeah. not, <laughs> not bad for whatever genre they like to play um uh, but i i think that probably has a lot to do with it because i think right now i actually know a lot more female twitch streamers than i do male twitch streamers I don't know yeah I'm for sure saying, yeah you know, we're, I don't think we're taking it over by any means, but I think that that's probably the bigger draw because maybe it's still this oddity to people, maybe, especially mm. if like they're there to play the games. Let's take out the chunk of female Twitch streamers who do it for other reasons. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. That that's their own bag. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of a loaded question. I think that has a lot to do with it. Being a female that's actually good at it, wants to do it, um, and, the, and, and the fact that we're starting to uh, develop more games, too. Like, I'm starting to yeah. see a lot more indie devs where I'm starting to interview more females, which is nice as well that they're starting to take that. Um, more blogging about their experiences. Um, especially with blogs, like on YouTube, I see a lot of that out there now too. Um, and I think it's now maybe they're just starting to take it seriously where unfortunately we had to kind of fight for that for a while that, you know, we, we could do this too and be just as serious as everybody else and enjoy it the same way and not do it to just be on cam or anything like that. Right. They'll see you right away. They'll hmm. see you that right away when you're just there like, have you ever seen those that are just sitting there, like, on their phone? Give me money. Yeah, yeah. 
See, like yeah. I, I really feel like women are more interactive with the crowd than men, and the men seem sometimes to like I don't know. And I can't find a better word. They're just real douchey sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could be the case, too. I mean, again, maybe we just, I need to show you some new men streamers. We have some amazing ones that I could show you that doesn't be douchey. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I think women definitely, maybe that goes back to the old, you know, women like to talk more, blah, blah, blah kind of thing. (laughs) But maybe a little bit more motherly instinct, like, hey, my community, I love you. We're a little bit more welcoming. We're probably a lot softer about it too, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, men are a little bit can be a little bit more brash about it. I'm just throwing things out there right now. I don't know. All the hate mail gets directed to you guys. Yeah, so right. just FYI, <laughs> I think women are just. I <laughs> well, I do feel like that in not just in gaming, but it, almost like the entirety of nerddom. <laughs> I hate to oh, use yeah. the term, but uh, comics and and video games and. There, it's it's like they've finally found their voice, and they're not being overshadowed by right. the men in the industry because you have comics. This is a, a great example. You know, in comics, you you think of Stan Lee and you think of Jack Kirby and you know all these male writers and artists that were just prevalent, and that's uh, that's all you ever thought about Todd McFarlane, Jim Lee. But now I could name you. One artist right off the top of my head, Sarah Pacelli, she is one of the best, one of my absolute favorite artists on any book. When I see that she's done the art, I'm there because nice. it's so good. So I'm, I'm wondering if it's not just in games, but it, I guess in pop culture as a whole, they finally pushed through and said, hey, we're here too. You know, pay right. attention and see what we can do because we can do it just as well, if not better. Yeah. That's what I teach well, wasn't my even Wonder Woman directed oh, by a female? Yes, and absolutely. Yeah, like, one so of, that's, that's awesome to see that it's starting to loosen that up a little bit. Yes. Like, just, because I, I honestly felt like Wonder Woman was going to be the make or break movie. I had absolute faith in the director to do it, but it's whether or not it, she would be left alone to do it the way right. she needed to. And mm-hmm. the movie came out fantastic, and that's yet another barrier I felt like that was really pushed through to show, hey, women can do superhero films too. Here it is. And she made one of the best that's ever been made. A fantastic movie. A great one. Yeah, it was fantastic. No. Uh, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where, unfortunately, that glass ceiling still had a little bit of uh, breaking to do. Yeah. Um, and, and, and who knows? Because it, it seems like that happens a lot still with everything, obviously. But, like, that, you're right. It's always been kind of a, a male-dominated thing. Um, and then it, it, once they realize, like, we want to be nerds too, guys. Right. <laughs> I think Please. I think even the the nerds, yeah. like, the guys. I like Batman. Is that okay if I buy the shirt? Is it okay? You know, like we're done asking. We're like we're just doing it now. And and, and kind of what I said, it like, was the the you know. unicorn effect when you know the very first time I ever met a woman who knew exactly what I was talking about when it came to something geeky, my jaw dropped. I'm like, oh my god, Where this is you? fantastic. You're just like me, <laughs> you know, because you expect you only talk to you? your male friends about that so it's it's becoming more and more common but that being said being a female streamer what are issues that you seem to face that you probably think that men streamers do not have to because i've i've seen a few and and i'm not saying that they don't happen on male streamers but 
I can I can see this being more of a a female oriented problem. Oh, like the pervies? Yeah, like, like those guys. Show me your yeah. boobs. Yeah, guys. Um, I've been fairly blessed, honestly, that I haven't had it too much. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's some people at the same stage as me that's, that's had it a lot worse. But um, as far as like chat trolling goes, like you know, people that'll come in and feel that, you know, they need to tell you how much fun they're having watching (laughs) your stream or something like that. You catch what I'm saying? Or, you know, um, trying to tell me that the only reason why people are watching me is because they think I'm pretty, nothing to do with the substance or anything that I, or or the content that I'm putting forth or the effort that I put in. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I'm sure men probably get that as well, but I'm sure you, they don't as often have somebody just come in and be like, hey, beautiful, or, you know, what I'm imagining you doing right now. You know, I'm sure it's more along the lines of like, hey, dude, you suck or get good. Like, they have to deal with those kinds of people. Right. Um, So I I think basically just if there's people that come in and feel the need to tell me that the only reason why people are there has nothing to do with the fact that I'm putting out good content um, is one of the most discouraging things. Mm -hmm. Um, So... That and it's the same, like you'll see it on social media too. People like share other people's streams and like, oh, she's only doing this because she's, you know, looking good today or wore a low shirt, you know, or something like, like like it's our fault. You can't concentrate on anything else, you know, so. (laughs) Haters gonna hate. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of that boils down to it too. And I think another, another hand in that too is like, not knowing if the other female streamers too, because sometimes there's that animosity towards someone else who, who's doing the same thing that might be doing a little bit better or different, which you shouldn't judge your own on anyone else's because everybody's is a little bit different. But sometimes you have to wonder if they're being supportive for the right reasons or something along those lines, you know. So I, I think mostly in my opinion, it would just be the the perv. Like that's pretty much the only rule I have in my channel is keep your creepy comments to yourself and have fun. Yeah. The first creepy comment you make, you're banned. I don't like, I don't care if you apologize for it later because there was no reason to have to do it in the first place. And, uh, and my mods are amazing at keeping an eye on that too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. I I know that I've, I've witnessed a few. (laughs) Yeah. I got banned. You know, that just kind of came in and out and it was just, one of those interesting moments where it's like, what exactly are you doing right now? I mean, I'm sure that you, sure, everyone wants to hear, hey, you're looking good, or hey, you're kind of beautiful. Yeah, thanks. And then just, that's it. That's good. That's fine. But yet this guy <laughs> kept on and on and on. And it was just funny to me. Because it was like, man, you have nothing better to do. I can with you. And I'm like, you don't know me. Yeah, exactly. It's that, no that's why that's what got me banned. I'm sorry about that. Oh, was that you? Yeah, that was me. Like, Chunk. Oh yeah, that's what, that's what I was just saying. <laughs> like, oh, so the first time we met in stream, huh? We probably got to it. I, I my good mods. No, I know. Like they'll come in. You're beautiful. Well, thank you. You know. And then once is enough. Yeah. We don't have to keep going on and on about it. But can yeah, you say it once there was a day. One that I actually I did ban for a little bit. Like you can do like a ten minute ban, or you can actually choose how long you want to ban a day or for life or whatever. So he got a 10-minute timeout. We'll call it a timeout. Um, and then afterwards, came back in, all, all apologetic. And believe it or not, he'll still come in till this day every once in a while, but he's knocked it off. <laughs> you know, he might, how are you? You're looking lovely today. Oh, well, thank you, so-and-so. How are you today? A nice conversation, and then that's that. 
mm-hmm. learned the lesson right away. Like I'm not mm. doing it. So And that's good. At least at that point they've learned something, even though you probably know in their real life they're still a creep. You know. Well then it also kind of makes me feel pretty good too, because I guess the content was good enough that he was like, All right, I still want to come back in, so I just gotta keep it in check. You know? For sure, like, yeah, so yeah. it was just like, Oh, I wanna still come in this channel, all right, I'll be good. You know, so like that's in that respect, I guess it was kind of a compliment. For sure. You know, I'm like, oh, well, he still likes the content, so he just knocked it off. So he learned his lesson. Then again. Or I guess he or she, I shouldn't say. I don't know who it is, he or no. she. It could have been one or the other. Yeah, because with internet trolls, yeah. you never know. Yeah, you don't know. They can be. Yeah, they can be catfishing you. Could yeah. be either, and that's fine. That's fine. You know. This is whatever they want to do. They just Male, just female, or whatever. <laughs> that is a huge cup, by the way. She she mm. has to have big. My bowl of that coffee, is the, yes. yeah, her bowl yeah. of coffee. That, is, that looks day. like that uh, big pot that's on that macaroni and cheese commercial the guy's cooking in. <laughs> yeah. Go on, it's get. probably a soup bowl. It's probably what it is. Yeah. But it holds liquid in my coffee very nicely as well. Yeah. yeah. So two of those start my day. Well, well I got a question. What's your mm-hmm. favorite? What's your favorite game ever? Oh my gosh. So I'm in love with David Cage games. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Indigo prophecy has to still be one of those that stands up for me. Um, as far as the first time I ever was like, wow, this story is engaging. And the first time I saw QTEs actually implemented fairly well, you know, especially for PC anyway, um, console had been doing it already. Um, so huge fan of that. And then I go way back to like FMV. So I'm also a huge fan of Phantasmagoria. Nice. nice. I know, and maybe it was because I was playing it before I shouldn't have, and it was the first time I'd ever seen like a gory game that I was allowed to play, and that didn't freak me out. Um, yeah. So Indigo Prophecy, though, I will still go back and play from time to time because I just I really loved the story, the mechanics, um, and it was really different for me at the time. Even I tried playing Omicron, which is his first one, and unfortunately now with today's port, it's breaking on me, and I can't get back through it. But um, and then. See, that's so hard because, like, I have a favorite neat genre right. of games, you know? So, like, if I was going to go story games, it would be Indigo Prophecy, horror games, Phantasmagoria, because that was, like, the first one I ever played. But then I'm also – and then now now that i fought so hard for real female streamers, I'll throw this one out to you. I also played The Sims since, like, its inception back in 99, 2000. So right. well, I have that game. still in me, too. And I still play those games from time to time. <laughs> well, what would you say your favorite – like game to stream because I noticed you've streamed The Witcher quite a quite a bit. I did, lately. yeah. Uh, but I did the first Witcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the Witcher was fun to stream, but uh, I don't think I'd do it again. Like it, it, it was, it's it was a rough one to stream actually because um, with it being an older game. And, and the way people kind of view older games now and the graphics, it seemed like people couldn't focus on it being a good game and a good story. And they were just like, oh, my God, this looks older. You know, so, like, they couldn't just appreciate that it was a great game. Right. But I want to say, I, I might have to even say Dr. Decker. I might have to go back to that because that was a lot of fun to stream because it encouraged everyone to interact. Because, right. like, the whole point of the game was asking these people these questions. I would type in questions, and you were hoping to get an answer. And so everybody would be like, hey, ask this or do this. So that was probably one of the best interactive streams that I've had in a really long time. And, yeah, I would say that was probably my favorite to stream so far because everyone was having a good time and really interacting. 
Well, I feel like I'm like way behind on Twitch because I went from having internet to having HughesNet. And oh, this is my weekly just diss of HughesNet. I cannot stand them. I see these commercials, super fast internet. Man, I can't even listen to a song on it. It's that bad. But yeah. like I'm, I'm really behind on Twitch. You know, I, I just, I went from having good internet and being able to look at it to, I guess it took off within the last three years after that that I haven't had internet. I feel like I'm just disconnected from everybody. But no, that's alright. Yeah, it does yeah. require a lot of internet, doesn't it, for Twitch to stream or not buffer constantly yeah, for so you I, when you're trying to watch the stream. I'm yeah, I heard you talking about HughesNet, I think, on the last one. That sucks. Yeah, I'm going to do Believe it Believe it or not, week. where I live, though, I don't have very many good options either for internet, which is shocking. You would think, being in a big city, that I would have all these options, but I'm, like, in that one dead zone block. Yeah. I'm, like, two blocks over, you can get it. No I'm five way. minutes from a not Super Walmart. I can't get it. Yeah. Mm. There's, no, there's no sense in that. There's no yeah. reason we can't have options. I'm in the same. We're all in dead zones. We're all in those spots where you can't get the good stuff. It's all I mean, around. I moved to a big city. Yeah, no kidding. Should be fine. Who do you call for that? Like your alderman or something? Is that who you talk to? Like, <laughs> hey, lay the lines closer, would you? I don't know. Well, what they just they signed a, um, the what the Broadband Accessibility Act here. So hopefully within the next few months, like our the uh, what the electric uh, corporations or whatever the membership corporations, they can. Now give us internet. They're allowed to supply internet to us. So hopefully, but how good will it be? <laughs> it's supposed to be fiber. So I hope it's. Hopefully, it's you know they're supposed. You can't be yeah. below ten megabytes per second. So, you know, you only need five. Oh, wow. for, you only need five for a good stream. I guess. Okay. Well, you only need five. I don't know. Like I, I have like seventy-five down, but it's the up that like. No internet company I feel can understand and right. get on board with. That's yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the one where I'm like, hey, can I get this upload speed? Well, you're down. Shh. <laughs> Stop talking about my download. I want upload. Upload. Um, unless you buy a business account. Oh, yeah. I think that's the only way you can get upload speeds. Unless you guys know of something, please let me know. No, no, we're not. We're not there yet. We're not savvy enough to know. No. Mm-mm. So maybe we'll just start a business and then we'll get the, the good stuff. Maybe that's what we need to do. This counts, right? Yeah, it should. It should. It's it's Can just not legitimate yet. If we could get this going, we'll yeah. be the one that's fair. We won't throttle. We won't do any of that stuff. And we'll probably make a, a bunch of money. Yeah. I like this. We just got to figure this out. <laughs> start our own internet. That's right. Call well, the guys we'll from like, Silicon Valley. That's right. We need to get, we need to get those Piper. guys. <laughs> Well, I think we've uh, pretty much covered a lot of the things I wanted to ask you, and uh, I'm glad that uh, we were able to cover that. So all of our audience members, you should know Lacey Finley right now. If you want to go watch her on Twitch, it's uh, twitch.tv slash Finley. I'll put the, the link down in our uh, description so people can follow it. Anything you want to add to your little interview before we get to our uh, news? Oh, I wouldn't let me ramble on too much longer, no, no, no. but <laughs> just thank you. I've had a lot of fun, though. I've appreciated it. So, uh, game on, man. Yeah, game, game on. on. Game on. Dude. Well, now we're going to get into the news, and Lacey, if you want to chime in on any of this news that we have, but before we, we get into that, I always like to ask a very good question. What, what have you guys been playing? Lacey, what have you been playing off stream, like in your own time? Off stream? Well, I just started a game called Antihero which has been rather fun. Uh, it's kind of like a RPG tactical with board game elements. 
hmm. kind of game, which has been fun. You play a thief in Victorian England, and you have to try to rob more things before the other thief gets to it first. It's got online play. You should check it out. Nice. I don't think I've heard of that. I've been playing Next Machina. Next Machina? Yeah, you were just talking about that earlier. Have you played that, Lacey? I have not. I have not. That's on my to-do list, though. Tough. It's a tough game. Have you played Resogun? Yes. Okay, it's a lot like Resogun, but on steroids. <laughs> There's times I want to break my controller. I platinumed uh, Resogun. I went all through it and just loved every bit of it. And this game's the same amount of fun. There's just some okay. parts where I'm like, they have thrown the kitchen sink at you, and it's tough. <laughs> I mean, it just... No, I panic. It humbles me <laughs> every time I play it. Well, I've been playing... Uh, been mainly playing The Witcher 3 since I've, I've finally gotten to a good groove playing that. Uh, played it quite a bit yesterday. <laughs> and then uh, also uh, played a little bit of Super Hot VR. I don't know if y'all have tried that oh, out. Yeah. Never oh, my. VR, but yeah, that's a great game too. That that was what VR was meant for, was that game. Mm-hmm. It was just, it's very Matrixy, just in the sense that you can stop and do nothing. But the moment you move, everything starts moving around you. So you have to view your your surroundings and figure out what you're going to do and then you just go and then you just get it i don't know you just have to really experience it it's a very fun vr game so that's that's what i've been playing but witcher mainly and uh that's been pretty fun i've been geralting around geralting around that's right well (laughs) as far as the news goes there we've been off for two weeks i'm sure a lot of you audience members know that and i've got tons missed you dude i know i've missed all of you so, Me too. what I want to try to touch on are the uh, the hot points. Anything that I thought was interesting. Uh, Destiny Two was released uh, as a beta, as a as a beta. But I did notice that uh, PlayStation offered up a, a glacier white PS4 Pro, very sleek looking to go yeah. along with that. Se- I would like to say it's sexy. It, you, it is, you, it's very yeah. sexy. <laughs> very sexy console. I've I've I didn't play Destiny when it originally came out, so I don't have a. Uh, I don't have a desire for Destiny 2, but I've heard people say, like, oh, I want to play it, but it's just not for me, I guess. I don't know. There's nothing about it that draws me to it. So I, I guess I'm going to have to find something that... You'll like it. Yeah. I like the Destiny. Did you play the first Destiny? I did not. That's what I just said. Oh, I was looking at... <laughs> I was somewhere else. See? He, this, you see what I got to put up with? It's been two weeks. I know. Come on. No, like, I really enjoyed the first Destiny. Like, mm-hmm. um, I didn't get a whole lot into the... Uh, you know, like the PvP, like, you know, death matches and stuff. But as far as story-wise, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot there at first, but they were I mean, they were fun to get in there with a few buddies, you know, and go through some of the raids. Some of them were pretty hard. It'd take you all night to finish them. Yeah. But they were, they were fun. I think there could have been a whole lot more. And if they streamline everything and in Destiny 2 and change a few things here and there and add more content right off the bat, I think it would be, it'd be a good game for you to get into. Honestly, feel like video games have an option to do something that movies do not. Your sequel should always progress and get better. Movies don't have that, that they can't really do that. But games, they really, really can. So Destiny 2 should be better than 1, but I guess time will tell on that. Uh, another thing that happened while we were off, and I was really excited about this, is that during the D23, which was Disney's... Uh, 
pre-Comic-Con show that they do, they uh, showed footage from Kingdom Hearts 3, brand new footage, and it was of a Toy Story world, which I think they had talked about maybe doing in the first, or no, the second one. There's actually data within the code, if you're a, a geek like that and you dig for that, to have Woody and Buzz as like uh, summons, but now they actually have their own world. What I was blown away by is how much the game footage looked like a movie, like the Pixar movies. Yeah. It was just that good. You know, I mean, despite having Sora and Donald and Goofy there, if you took them out and you showed me that game footage with just Woody and Buzz, I would think they had a new game or a new movie. I mean, it looked that good. And I even heard that Pixar themselves were impressed by it. So that gives me promise to see what this game is actually going to do. And they did announce that it will be coming out in 2018, despite that 2020 rumor that they came out with. So that was another positive that came out of that. And also there's a rumor that maybe it'll come to the Switch, but I'm going to go ahead and say no, probably won't happen. Did you get one yet? A Switch? No, I'm not going to get a Switch. They're, they're really going to have to sell me that console, and right now they're not doing it. No, I think before long that, that price tag they've got on it, which looks good now, is going to be... Too much because there's not gonna be content coming to it. That's what I. Think. They they they're claiming. Well, I'll get into that when I get. <laughs> I had Nintendo news too. <laughs> Jumping ahead, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's there. No, it's no, no. Two it's weeks. Fine. It's been two weeks. It has been. I'll get to it. Uh, Shadow of Mordor. Um, there was a, a, yeah. a update for the game that came out, and I'm I'm excited about this. I need to re-download the game now. I've still been playing it too. Uh, it's called the Nemesis Forge update, which will identify your greatest enemy and your most loyal follower within Shadow of Mordor, and then it will bring them over to Shadow of War when that comes out. So they have Twitter? Oh, wow. Shadow of Mordor? I, I guess so. Is that... Ma- is it? Maybe, yeah. Why, why are you saying that? They're following you. Yeah, follow... Ah. <laughs> Stop with the bad jokes. It's two weeks. But, but no, the fact that... The fact that they're, they're connecting the games... I know a lot of other games have done the save, save data. Right. Where it'll roll over. This, to me, yeah. feels more inclusive so you're taking the enemy that you made in the first game and he's going to follow you into the new game that's cool what if you killed him well you've killed him a lot in the other one and they still come back he don't come back he's dead no he'll come back he's gonna come after you how's he's gonna he have gonna a grudge back? how's he gonna come back because they don't come back they will they don't they will <laughs> they don't we'll see it <laughs> mama you'll find out it'll be fine um Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a game I think we talk about just about every episode, but it's a good game, and there's a lot of good stuff that comes around. Um, I heard, or I read, that they won uh, Best Original Score this year at the 12th Annual uh, Jerry Goldsmith Awards. Jerry Goldsmith was a uh, film... Well, I know him. He's He lived down the street. Is that right? When I was younger, he lived right he down the street. He did a lot of great film scores, uh, a lot of my favorites. Uh, and also, Guerrilla Games won Studio of the Year at the 2017 Develop Awards. And they should. So, I feel like Horizon's going to get Game of the Year this year. I hope so. I know Zelda is good, and everybody loves Zelda, but man, I, I swear, it's it's been done before. I know that it's new to that series, but I really love it when Call of Duty or, you know, even Uncharted, you know, doesn't get Game of the Year. You know, even though I'm a big fan, I like when that new game, because that just pushes everything further along it doesn't keep us stuck in one place right and i just i like an original ip really deserves that kind of credit because they've done something different maybe you know in in 
a manner of speaking. Obviously, there are a lot of games similar to it, but not quite like that. Yeah, I mean, that game had everything working for it. Great story. The controls. I mean, just the gameplay itself was so smooth. Mm-hmm. And that just that kept me coming back because it was so... When you went left, you, your guy went left. Yeah. You know, like it didn't... <laughs> it didn't jitter on you, you know, like yeah. some games do. It just felt good mm-hmm. to play it. Did you ever get to play that, Lacey? I didn't. No, I watched a lot of it, though. It does look really nice. I have a I have problem with the, the console the hubs and I kind of fight over. So mm-hmm. I have my computer, so he kind of gets the, the console more often. But uh, So I've watched a lot of it, though. It looks amazing, and I've heard only good things about it, well, you know, as far ever... as how mechanics run and everything, like how he was just talking about. Mm-hmm. So well, If you One ever day... get an opportunity, you, you definitely need to try it. Well, one yeah, thing I love that yeah. they did, you know, not only that they have a female, you know, heroine or just main character, but she's mm. not like over sexualized. Oh yeah, right. Like they didn't go, they didn't feel the need to make her have big boobs and curves and stuff. She's just out there whooping ass in a in a looking like a damn wildling from Game <laughs> of Thrones, you know. And that's like, it's great to see that, you know. Oh, yeah. It goes back to our theme: women empowerment. Yeah, you know, I mean, awesome. It's it's getting, got, it's know, finally getting there, right? Yeah. yeah, I got a little girl now. You know, I didn't have a little boy, so now it's uh when when I say throw like a girl, that means throw as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you throw like a girl, you know. And I love I love uh, going off. I guess still on this, but off a little bit is uh, my daughters. They idolize, and maybe that's a strong word, a Supergirl on television because she mm-hmm. shows that empowerment. She's not a damsel. She is taking charge, and they they recognize that. So I, I love that they can see a female hero and say that's who I want to be like. Not that they can't be yeah. Superman or Spider-Man or anything like that, but there is someone they can identify with directly and say that's they're their own person and I want to be like that. So that's really good. Yep. Um this <laughs> I read this and this is just odd, too odd to not to bring up. Um do either of you remember a, a company called Wisdom Tree, an old video game production what, what did company? They do? Well, that's that's what this is about. Apparently, they started a Kickstarter campaign to bring back Noah's Ark for the NES, Sega Genesis, and Game Boy Advance. Do you remember? Oh, my God. They're going to have it on all of them? I feel like I've heard of this, but now, okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to look. Uh, Noah's Ark. I don't know if you ever saw that game. I never knew it existed, but there there was a time when I was a kid. (laughs) <laughs> that I went over to my cousin's house, and we went to his friend's house, and his mother was a very religious person. Which I was okay. And she bought him this game. Look, I got you Noah's Ark, huh? And, I'm, and he's just sitting there collecting animals, putting them on the Ark, and I'm sitting there going, what is, yep. what is this game? What is it? I've never heard when of this. When is the robot going to come out and stab the sheep? Yeah. <laughs> It was just it was just the oddest little game that I'd ever seen. But now they want to start a Kickstarter campaign to to release that, and then a few other games that they never got to, which was some other game called Scarabus, for, which is supposed to be on the NES. I have no idea what it's supposed is to be it about. Scary? I doubt it's like that. These are these are biblical type games. Oh, then so I don't remember. And then, he's probably like a tax collector or something. Yeah, and then know. they also want to bring uh, Noah's Ark 3D. For the Dreamcast. Because we need that. Yeah, we do. Is Russell Crowe going to do the voice for Noah? <laughs> I don't know. Noah? Now, I guess my big qu- <laughs> I guess my big question here is, one, why? And yeah. two, 
I don't I don't see this Kickstarter working. Yeah. I, I understand. Well, especially like nowadays, yeah. I feel like you're probably going to have a hard time finding an audience for it. But I mean, that could just be my opinion. But I mean, I think I understand that there could be an audience for it, but I don't think it's enough to warrant a Kickstarter. No. I don't I don't feel like it'll succeed much in the way that Friday the 13th did because Friday the 13th had a brand. Noah's Ark really doesn't brand. Noah it's just, does not have... I mean, he don't sell t-shirts or nothing. Yeah, and the game itself was terrible. I don't know if uh, I've seen footage. I saw g- gameplay firsthand. It's not a good game, so I don't know why you'd want to bring this back. You let me make a Noah Noah's Ark game. That thing will be awesome. Would it be epic? Are you going to be able to actually... In the game, on the arc, navigating the storm. You might. Because, I mean, if you can do it like they did on uh, uh, Assassin's Creed on the boats. You I'm know, with you. Yeah. Hey. yeah, like like Black Flag style. Yeah, yeah we're gonna, there's going to be yeah. other arcs, and we're going to battle them. And then monkeys will get out, and you have to get out, you know, and, and yeah. try to get them back in no, the cages. No, they ain't going to, that's stupid. <laughs> well, I'm going to be the third no monkey down. tries to get on the side of the boat, you're like, like no hey. monkey. You're <laughs> trying to, like, hunt them off the boat. got to keep the right. pirates off the boat. <laughs> Pir- there'll be pirates. There will be pirates. There will be pirates. Other people built an ark. God talked to 12 other people. And then, like, what happens is there's territories, and they want to make sure that their waters stay clear. So everybody starts fighting everybody. So Noah's Ark, the war. The war, exactly. But there are no guns. They throw sheep. <laughs> you got to collect all the animals. That's your ammunition. And, Everybody's uh, just got a slingshot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, David. Right. David's on there. David got like on David, the boat. Yeah. He got his sling. Goliath is on the other boat. We know how that ends okay, up. Okay. Now, here's our Kickstarter pitch, guys that are listening. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're we're trying to take it to a whole new level. If you're going to make a biblical game, let's make it right. Yeah, like make right. it historically accurate with the Bible, but like put some action in it where people will pay attention to it. Exactly. That's what you got to do. Dramatic purposes. Noah's Ark, the card game. That's what the hell they're trying to make, pretty much. <laughs> the card game. Well, despite that failure that it will be, maybe they'll prove me wrong. I don't know. Um, uh, Telltale Games uh, set out an announcement. They had three games that they announced at the same right. time. Uh, Batman, The Enemy Within, which Boom. I thought you know the first one was pretty good. Yeah. The fact that they're focusing on the Riddler this time, I'm really excited about because I don't feel like he gets enough. He love. never, no, he don't. But like he is one of my fun, like the funnest villains because of he's just smart. Yeah, he's way way smart. He challenges Batman in that regard, and I think it. He's got too much of an ego, which fuels that when yeah. Batman can outsmart him. Yep. But he is he is very smart, so I can't wait to see that. Um, they also announced The Wolf Among Us Season 2, which was... So excited for that. Finally. Yes. Finally. Wow. We've been asking for a while. Yeah, yes. I, I kind of wonder if they will uh, continue with the story, at least where that little cliffhanger left us. Are they going to so. tie about up that thread a little bit? The look and the, the little kiss when she walked off? Yeah, yeah, because it was just like, okay, where are we going with this? And then it just left you hanging. So yeah. I, I kind of want a little you know, closure to that. You don't have to follow that story directly, but you know, give me give right. me something. Yeah. You know, bite that up. And Answer then, that uh, in the first five minutes of the next game, and yeah, then go do what not? you want to do. And then the final season of The Walking Dead... Which includes Noah's Ark as a bonus <laughs> pre-order. <laughs> as, as well it should. Clementine on the Ark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I was excited, late. yeah, that she's she's going to be the protagonist again for yes. this one. So, I really that feel I read, like, anyway. Yeah. I love Clementine. I dude. feel like it's been her story, and despite what they did with, you know, season three. Javier. 
He wasn't a bad character, no, but it, I guess her story wasn't enough to really pad that enough. So they needed somebody else to kind of add into a little bit. Yeah. And that's that's fine, but to, to actually let this be her story, I'm I'm fine with that. And this is the final season. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're so gonna get closure on Clementine completely. So I hate to see her go, but I'm glad they're not gonna drag this on and they've made that choice right. to say this is She's it. gonna she's gonna make it to Alexandria and we're gonna start seeing her on the show. Is that How it? awesome would that be? That would be cool. Nice. That'd be great. That there would you be go. fantastic. Are they listening to you? I hope so. Okay. We would hope so. Right, Robert Kirkman, come on, man. Please. We need some crossover here. Rick got- adopts her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing Telltale, they'll just like kill her at the end or something. Hey, and we're all going to cry. Dude, when they killed, like how awful was, what was his name? Duck? Oh, God. I hated I Duck. I that. I hated it until yeah. I had to kill him. And then I, like, my wife sit here and cried. I honestly felt like when that moment happened, when I had to press that button, when I had to press that button to shoot that boy, yeah, it broke my heart. I felt it. It was just a press of a button, but I felt it. Yeah. That's how good they are at this. So I give them yeah. a lot of credit. They, they, they pulled the tears out of me a few times over yeah. the seasons. And mm-hmm. Lee, when you had to get yeah. rid of Lee, that was just, I hated that me the end of season two well the one that i got anyway when kenny was like no you yeah. guys go in and i will leave and i'm just like and i was bawling like a baby like no kenny i just like you again don't do it oh my god and i'll tell you what when i saw that alternate ending i killed kenny <laughs> i felt like he'd become unhinged yeah and then somebody else did it a different way where he survived i'm like Oh my God! I'm terrible. Why did I kill Kenny? I love you, Maybe man. Maybe that was fine. I know because yeah. I think I streamed it. And someone clipped it with me crying. I'm like, come on, guys. Dude, I just I'll never alone. forget when I seen Kenny but... again for the first time. Oh like, yeah, that like my drop, my jaw dropped. I was like, it's Kenny, yeah. Yeah, you you felt that impact. I was so glad that they didn't let any of that slip beforehand. If they did, mm-hmm. I didn't hear it, and I was so glad yeah, because it was a total you, you had surprise. that genuine reaction. So yeah, I, yeah. anyway. Um, let's get on to that Nintendo news I, I, I ducked earlier because they had a few interesting little bits that came out. Um, first, they announced that they have a uh, new 2DS XL, which is... Yeah. Sure, I mean, you might as well just get away with the 3D because you're doing the 2D now. I mean, who cares? No one really uses the 3D. I don't. But why? <laughs> you have the Switch. Yeah, I know, but apparently there's still a market out there for the 2D or the 3DS 2. I'm going to call it the 3DS. I I don't like this 2DS crap. But anyway, in in spite of that, they shut down production of the new 3DS, which is the smaller versions. So I'm guessing they're pushing in favor of the XLs now. Right. Which, why wouldn't you? Um, The fact that they actually had a Wii U update this week (laughs) blew my mind. Really? Because I was like, are you, you're still supporting up. that? Yeah, I thought they stopped. Yeah, I thought that was done. <laughs> yeah, but no, they had a, they had a new update. I don't know what it was. I didn't care. I just I thought it was interesting to bring up. They had an update, so I guess if you hmm. still have a Wii U, good. You you got an update. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, they also had a tra- a controller, an N sixty four controller trademark like a logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. which was very similar to the uh, Super Nintendo and Nintendo icons that they had for their classics. So, which is fueling speculation that maybe they're going to do an N64 mini. Yeah. And you sell know, 12 of them. Yeah, and sell 12 of them. That I, pisses I, me off. Do you think that could work? Because well, those yeah. games are beefier than a, a 16-bit and an 8-bit. 
console. Well, yeah. I still think it could work. You might not have 25 games, but... But what 25 games could you have? Because Super Mario 64, Mario Kart, Zelda... Yeah. You could have what two else? Zeldas, two or three. What yeah, but, didn't but have what Majora's else? Didn't Mask. I really can't think of any. I, 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 there are good games on the 64, don't get me wrong, but I cannot think of Star Fox. I'm trying to remember what I had. Stuck I actually Star had Fox. an N64. Um, well, there was no Metroid game. On... They didn't do any kind of punch-out game, did they? No. No, which was stupid. Uh, you should do a punch-out game. Just, I mean, why? that's one of their big brands. They did it for like the N- Nintendo and then the Super Nintendo. And then and they had one on the Wii. And then the Wii, yeah. And that it was, was like it. it came out of nowhere, you know? So why not? Like, they need to do some more Excite Bikes, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. There was an Excite Bike 64. Yeah. Did you bring that up? Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I never played yeah. it. I don't that know what it was like. That game, it was like a I BMX game. game. Yeah. Great game. Like the original. I played yeah, it I don't Mr. Wasn't that the one like the Golden Eye 007. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But that's, yeah. that's owned by Rare now, whether or not they could actually put it on there. Because remember, they had to remake it for the Wii under EA with Daniel Craig. Uh, yeah. It would be well, perfect. It would be so perfect if they could. EA because if they could now? get... EA does own the rights to James Bond. They do now, now, yeah. But if they could, oh, no. if, if they announced <laughs> that GoldenEye was going to be on there, but they did not have Conker's Bad Fur Day, they can keep it. Because if you can get one rare game, you might as well get them all. Because you've got Perfect Dark, Banjo-Kazooie, all these other great rare games that came out. Well, Donkey Perfect Kong Dark. 64, that would probably be one. Yeah. That's the only one they could actually probably use. Yeah. Where was Diddy Kong's racing? Uh, that that would still class. That was a rare game, but it would still classify under Nintendo's right. rights. Well, so what, they could which still console did that come out on? Sixty four. Okay, they probably they might do that. Diddy Kong, Diddy Kong Racing, right? What yeah. You said? yeah. Yeah. Uh, Smash Brothers. That would probably be another yeah. one. Rayman. One of the versions was on that too, right? Rayman. Did that come out on the sixty four? Yeah, yeah, it did. I think Two it did. or one or three or I don't remember now. I'm sure you was one of them. I'm I sure Golden could be wrong. Could be I'm trying to remember what I had because I did have it, but I only had like four or five games for it. Mm-hmm. If if it they could some, put, another racing game too that I cannot remember the name of it, which was actually really cool. If they could put Golden on there, they would sell that console in an instant. I say they would get it on there if they do it. It's too important. That was just. It was it was, a, it was a, a milestone lot. for gaming in general. Yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, ripped. I mean, stole the that control scheme was brand new. Mm-hmm. Nobody had thought of that. But I, I'll, I'll, they, again, that's not official. That's rumors, speculation. So we'll see. We'll I'm see calling it official, and it comes with Noah's Ark. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Noah's Ark 3D. Yeah, 3D. Uh, reportedly, this came out from uh, an iOS developer said that they were putting a. Uh, a game onto the switch and they said that uh, the oh, I read this. power behind the switch is behind Double current years. ios devices and imagine that's that's sad well i mean that's nintendo's thing hey let's be different but let's not be they never they never step up to the plate and go miles ahead of hardware you should always right. be on par with the market this is going to be their downfall. Because it, eventually that hurts you in your games, I think. Hmm. But at the same time, it's selling. You it know, is, they yeah. said it's selling better than their uh, other, other consoles, obviously. So it's yeah. it's making them money. They're actually turning profits for a change. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Everybody's probably like the guy at Wii U is like, please. Yeah. 
And they they also mentioned too that they're uh, they've been venturing off into mobile games. I don't know if y'all have seen some of those. Yeah. But I've they've seen. they've said they're actually outselling the 3ds games. So I think the 3ds is going to be on the way out if that keeps up. Now they're they're not going to stop if they hadn't stopped making the the 2ds because of the switch, which is dumb because I feel like you're kind of some people's going to go in and go well, a switch or a 2ds. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with the 2ds. Well, then there you go. You're not getting a, you're not selling a switch. Yeah. So. And some people might buy both. I don't know. I guess for them, if somebody buys one of them, it doesn't matter. But I'm their mobile games. Like mm. then they have a Mario Run. They were selling yes. for ten bucks. Ten bucks? Hell no! <laughs> Hell no! I'm not spending ten dollars for a run game. But that's that's Nintendo. That's what they do. They uh, sell you your nostalgia. They want you to get back into it, and they're good at it. Yeah. And the last thing that they that I had as far as Nintendo, which I thought was very cool, I'd love to see this actually come stateside, is that in Japan, they are having a VR Mario Kart coming to arcades in Japan. You know, I'd heard about that. They 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 have all the awesome stuff in Japan. Yeah, well, they have, I mean, that VR, what you're talking I think the entire um, arcade is nothing but VR. Uh, Some of them, I, if I read the right thing. What I'm happened thinking. to arcades in America? <laughs> Um, too many thugs went to them yeah. and <laughs> took over. There's one arcade. People don't like going outside anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But they were they were such a great place at one yeah. time. Like roller roller skate, you know, going to the skating rink. Mm-hmm. Like I just watched roller roll bounce, roller bounce. What? Are... <laughs> roll bounce, really? Yeah, I was on TV. You know, I woke up. There's Bow Wow skating. You know, <laughs> bless his heart. His mama got in some skates and. It broke. You know, I felt bad for the man, and then sweetness just dissed him on the north side because they, you know, they shut down the roller rink in. No. <laughs> oh, that, those are great. Oh, it's yeah. been two weeks. I haven't talked to you about that. Uh, another little tidbit is that Night Trap, the twenty-fifth anniversary edition, is coming out on August eleventh, which is fantastic yeah. on PlayStation only, I do believe. Uh, unless yeah. you've seen anything I, otherwise. I haven't. That's what I I seen. think it's a PlayStation-only exclusive. I could be wrong. So the audience listeners, really? if you know better. If you... if I, I could be wrong. Boom. I don't know. You got to share with your hubby. No, I, I'm not sure. I can't... I'm not confident enough to argue about it. So you could be that's, right. That's the only console I've seen it advertised on. So I'm not going to... I feel like that's right. I feel like that's accurate. So maybe... Maybe I, not. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway... Um, this was this was another story that came out that I was a little uh, I had to I did dig down the rabbit hole for it because I I thought it was interesting is No Man's Sky has said that they had a big announcement on uh, July twenty first or I guess it should be Hello Games VR. for No Man's Sky and I went to figure it out or went to look for it and I didn't really find anything it was more of a uh, hey. Guys, if you go to this website for something called the Waking Titan and you enter various commands, it'll lead to various replies. Like you can enter ship and it'll bring up a No Man's Sky aircraft or spacecraft. That's so bullshit. It, it's apparently a puzzle. You're supposed to figure out what exactly they're trying to tell you. And it's like, well, dude, you've already burned us enough. Why don't you just tell us what the hell you want us to know? Because we don't have time for your games. If your game was better than it was... Maybe we'd want to play along, but we're done. Tell us what you got and just get on with it. It, it I never got an actual announcement, so I don't know what it was other than this. So we, that was the announcement. We just know something's coming. Yeah, in it's August. It's going to be VR. 
That's, all, that's all we know. VR support. I'm now guessing. on a... Well... That would be cool. It would be, but... They'd yeah. the boat on that. Perhaps. That, that could be the type of game where, like, VR actually would be fun. Because, yeah. I mean, it is a pretty world. Mm-hmm. The yeah. plural, more than one. But Have you played just... it? I Very little. Like, yeah. I... It, it it didn't interest me when it was supposed to be what they said it was going to be. <laughs> and so when it turned out to just not, like, it... I mean, as far as just exploring and enjoying a pretty world, if that's what they would have marketed as, yeah, great. That was great, you know, but yeah. nah, not my. I mean, I, I got sucked game. into just the hype. wander around and look at things. Yeah, I got sucked into the hype, and and I thought maybe this was going to be something revolutionary. And at first, yeah, you were kind of taken aback by yeah. it, but over time, it just you kind of get desensitized. You're like, all right, it well. about ten hours, and then I was done. Yeah. Because it's the same thing over and over and over. They weren't giving me different worlds like they claimed they were. If every world was different in its own way, and I was like, oh my God, this is I, so unique. Yeah. I've never seen one of them damn dinosaurs, ever. Not one. Yeah, I, neither did I. So it was all just a little, cre- I don't know. But on a, a different note, a developer who knows how to take care of their fans, Techland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read that. Techland came out this week and announced that they were launching something called... Um, Gemly, which is a digital distribution platform that's for Techland's own games, and it will, as well as those belonging to selected partner third-party partners, uh, it's a relatively straightforward online store for games where you buy the games and then are activated onto other services such as Stream and GOG. And at the moment, there isn't really anything separate or a separate Gemly client. Um, but what they did is they said that they created this because they wanted to be closer to their fans, unite the whole Techland community into one place, and at the same time keep their fans engaged. Now with that, they announced that they will be releasing 10 pieces of DLC for free for Dying, Dying Light. Light over the next year That's for awesome. all platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, these will be upcoming expansions like game events, new enemies, new locations, which, you know, I was kind of done with that game after... What was the, the last one? Th- the following, which was a nice, fun addition. Yeah, I haven't played it. But so if you're going to yeah. give me free stuff to come back and play it, I will absolutely come and back. That game's and do been it. out what three years? Yeah, that's. I, I like it when they support something that long. You know, it just makes you appreciate it. <coughs> get it up, baby. Get it up. Ooh. Ooh. Some got stuck. <laughs> Am I better? No. Still no. Not. <laughs> wow, that cough Am caught I me better? off guard. Am I better? <laughs> <laughs> Ha! I don't know where that came from. Anyway, the, the new piece of uh, exclusive DLC content was the Huron Military Rifle, and it's available in Steam and GOG right now for free. Uh, console players will have to wait a few months, but that's fine because it's it's free. Why not? Yep. Uh, they also said that it will host up to four community events per quarter. This is Techline, by the way. Uh, they also will intend to listen to fans and tweak the gameplay based on fan feedback as the DLC rolls out. I feel like that this is a developer that loves their fans. Yeah, definitely. Because they've done nothing but be generous since Dying Light has come out. Where is Dead Island 2? I don't know. And it's frankly, in, I was Dying a little... I, I was playing Dead Island recently and I just I had to put it down. Because yeah. it just got repetitive. Yeah, the first one, yeah. 
mean, because but, it, it did it, it reminded me a lot of Dying Light as I played it because yeah. I thought, oh, this is this is very similar to that. But I never got bored of Dying Light the way I got bored of that game, Dead Island. I don't know what it was. It just got to a point where it's like, here I am running here, and I'm going to run there, and it's just like eh, I'm done. I just I couldn't finish it. See, if you hadn't played Dying Light first, you would like Dead Island. Probably. But Dying Light did everything right that uh, did that. Did I say that right? Dead Dying, Dying, Dying Light, Light did everything right that Dead Island did wrong. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, there's also, this is a different story. Um, there's a, a speculation on what the PS4 update is going to be here, the 5.0. Yeah, I'm excited. What do, what do you think it's going to be? What do you, I think it's going to turn into a Transformer. Just kidding. I don't know. I think it's going to, it's going to be bundled with um, Noah's Ark. <laughs> no, no, not that. Um, I think you're eventually going to be able to change your name. Oh, the uh, yeah player name? Yeah, I think what, you'll what be able to do that. your idea is? Yeah, finally, you'll be able to do that. I think there's going to be some form of, um, hopefully, like video chat that needs to be there. Why mm-hmm. is it not there? It used to be there on PS3, I think. I know I there know. was a speculation about... Uh, PS1 classics, but do we really need no, PlayStation no. 1 games? <laughs> There's five people that want that. That's cool that they're thinking about it, you know, and, and more stuff is always cool, but... I mean, I've actually been watching some videos on some old PlayStation games, and I don't know about you, but they don't have the... Mm-hmm. They, they're not holding up like they used to. No. It's kind of... Maybe PlayStation 2? Yeah, like, and they have a few of those. PlayStation 2, that I'm like, yeah, I, I would like to play that again, but one, uh, yeah. I, 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 I can't Soul think Ridley. of anything. Wasn't it Soul Reaver? I don't know. What was that game? The Legacy of Cain. Is that Soul Reaver? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Where are you right now? Not not there. I don't remember that game. I never played it. Jeez. God. But yeah, if... I don't know. I'm kind of hoping it'll be something more than just PlayStation 1 classics. Because again, that's the big rumor. Like, oh, everybody's excited. What exactly are you excited for? Not that. I want to see something big. They want Madden because 98. some of the stuff that they did last time, like the uh, <laughs> the what Madden ninety eight, yeah, it's gonna be a... like the the customizable backgrounds. That was cool. Yeah, I, I love like that. that. Yep. You know, because I actually took a picture from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Did the same the, thing. That was just oh man, I got a beautiful picture and put it as my background. And it just I turn it on and I smile. Yeah. Every time it's like a hug when I turn my PlayStation right. on. It's all nice and warm and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> now, there was a book uh, that's going to come out here recently. This is a, yet another story. I, I believe I have the the uh, companion right. uh, piece to this, because I think it's the same people, but I didn't do enough research on that. So pardon me for that. But there's a book coming out called uh, Playing with Superpower, Nintendo NES Classics. It's a, a book that kind of looks back on a lot of Super Nintendo games, and I guess that were popular at the time. Yeah. The Nintendo book that I got, it didn't cover all games, but it covered a lot of very popular games at the time. And it, it's very interesting just to kind of get a, a page or two of uh, content based yeah. around a game, whether it be history or, you know, cheat codes, whatever. Just fun little Like facts. Nintendo Power Up? Yeah, something like that. You're just, yeah. you're reading something about it and be like, oh yeah, I might know a little bit about this game. Because, I mean, we probably all know about every story for Super or Super Mario Brothers, but maybe you don't know everything about Kid Icarus, you know? Yeah, that's another franchise <laughs> they need to bring out more often. Yeah, that's one that's, that's died just about, but... That's stupid. I know. But, uh, 
you can actually pre-order this uh, two versions, a hardcover and a softback on Amazon right now. Uh, it said, it look back on the 16-bit system. Coverage includes games, console, history, and its legacy. Uh, a few details that I had written down is the console itself, a nostalgic celebration and exploration of the Super Nintendo Entertainment System in all its 16-bit glory. Uh, the games, discover everything you want to know about some of the most beloved Super Nintendo games, including speed run tips and little-known facts. The history, learn about the Super NES development and its visionaries behind it the legacy and in-depth look into the nes and its uh, mark it left on the gaming industry and how its legacy actually continues today uh, memories from family stories fan art merchandise and so on kind of a love letter to the super nes that'd be cool and uh, its release date is uh september 29th here in north america nice so it, it would be something to actually look into i think you know Four days after my uh, boxer's birthday, I'll probably that's what I'll get him for his birthday. Yeah, that'll work. I'll read it first, of course. Yeah. Obviously, and then let him tear it up, use it for. No, he won't. He'll read it. Okay. One thing he does is drinks my tea when I'm not paying attention. And you know, this book would actually be something uh, interesting that we could use for the retro reviews. No, I, I, I should have thought about that with no, no, the no. other one. I'm shutting you down. It would be. I want to see a retro review on. Uh, no, Noah's Ark. <laughs> uh, you're not going to let this go, are you? Okay. Now, there was another big story, and I actually got a little bit more news on this today, which I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. Have you heard of the legacy consoles that are coming out? Legacy consoles? Yes. Like, uh, there's an, a Atari? console maker called At Games oh. announced that they are releasing a various range of Retro consoles. Like Sega. Sega and yeah. Atari seem to be the two main ones. However, they have uh, a ColecoVision and Intellivision oh, flashbacks. ColecoVision? Yes. Do you remember that TV show where they worked at... Was it ColecoVision? It was little 8-bit characters? Uh, I think what I know what the you're name talking about. It? I can't remember. I can't remember. When they went to the office... Was that had, on G4 or something? Yeah. They went to their office. They would go and they would jump over the fire pit and then they would go in their office... <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, anyway, the consoles themselves are going to come with... Uh, there's a handful that they're coming out with for whatever reason. Uh, these consoles are coming with wireless controllers. They're supposed to have over 80 pre-installed games in them. And they'll have HDMI outputs. Um, what's interesting about this, they have price tags that range from $60, $80, and $40. Uh, you have the $80 versions. You have an Atari Flashback 8 Gold Activision Edition, which I don't know what sets it apart from the Atari Flashback 8 Gold. Then you have the Sega Genesis Flashback. All these are $80, and I think they come out on September 22nd. Yeah. Then you have a Sega Genesis Classic Game Console, an Atari Flashback 8, which I'm going to assume are less or more condensed versions of these consoles. And they go for 60 and then you have your Coleco and Intellivision, and they go for 40 Now, in saying this, I, I saw a unboxing and a review for the Sega Genesis Flashback. I don't want it. I don't want it either. I don't like Here's Sega. what he said. You have 85 games on this, which sounds really cool. So you're talking about a dollar a game, right? Seems like it would be worth it. Is $85 yeah. for this thing? $85 for, for the Sega one. Okay? Yeah. So, you again, if you hear... Sega Flashback console for the Genesis. 
I'm paying eighty five games, eighty bucks. <coughs> it seems like a win win. Right. No. Forty five games are the Sega games. I'm about to get choked up. <laughs> <coughs> Woo! I got Sega coming. <laughs> My eyes were watering. He's, I'm about to get choked. <laughs> I'm, got, I'm getting choked up again. I don't know where it's coming from. Your your room is just dry. Don't blame it on the room. It is. <coughs> anyway, uh, forty five of those eighty five games are only Sega games. Genesis games. Right. Which is okay. odd. Uh, only The only third-party games in the entire collection are two Mortal Kombat games. Mm-hmm. Two and three. Right. What happened to one? I don't know. To make you buy that. Now, the other 45 are a mixture of Master System and... What was the other system they had? There was another older system. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. Not Master System. Uh, game Gear. So they're oh, handheld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The handheld, yeah, yeah. So a mixture of those games and then shovelware. Who the hell wants that? Exactly. So they just crammed in junk to fill this void of games. Who just, in the hell would want this? There was like a hole and they just shit in. Yeah. And is that that filled up the gap. I this I would not pay eighty bucks for that, knowing full well that you're getting junk games. And it's not all Genesis games? No, I don't want this. So I, whoever at games is, they, they're screwing themselves. The moment this gets out, they're not going to sell anything. They'll sell the piss out of them. Now, with, with that in mind, that actually got me thinking. At first, when I heard this announced, I thought, is this the Atari box that That's Atari was yeah. bringing out? But knowing and hearing that, I'm going to say no. Right. So whoever these guys are, whatever no. they did... I think Atari is actually bringing the Atari box out, right? Right. So I'm I'm gonna be under the assumption that the Atari box is still a real thing, and this is not it. I would hope, because I'm this this seems like a joke, and no one wants. No. I, there's no need for a Genesis classic anything. Who in the hell is gonna buy Coleco Vision flashback I... for forty bucks? You might as well have. Package that and for forty bucks. Forty bucks. If you'd put that and the Intellivision flashback in for forty bucks, maybe I might get. I'm curious, not. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I have no emotional connection. So this doesn't Coleco. play anything. You can't no. put new games on it. Nothing like that. I think you can. Now there was an option. There's a slot in the the top of the Genesis where you can pop in a game like an older game that you have, and I think it will upload it on there. I think. I saw the guy doing it. I don't know, I, but still, I it's just like this up. I can't vision it for some reason. No, it's like it's really IGN did a review on it. That's that's where you want to look at it. They gave it a five, okay. and I would. A five I think that's yeah, and I think that's I think that's generous. Yeah, generous. It's jitter. It's gibberish. Gibberish is generous. So no, screw that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still curious about the Atari box. I want that to come out. Well, if it's going to have new games dedicated for it, don't know how good they're going to be, but it's got more of a chance than that does. Yeah, absolutely. Because what? Do you, uh, Pitfall. That's the only thing I could think I, of. That's what I would play the piss out of Pitfall. Were there 80 Atari games? That, yeah, I guess there would be, but what? they're not no. good. No, ET will be on there. You know it will be. I want to, you know, what was the tank battle? <laughs> yeah. Breakout, breakthrough. What is it, Breakout? Whatever one of those. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'll play that for five minutes. Anyway. Like the Defender game or... Yeah, uh, Joust or that 
crappy yeah, yeah. Pac-Man. But I got Pac-Man. I got. I just bought Pac-Man on PlayStation Four. Yeah, and Galaga. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So see, you can and get you know, people are just going to be like this. emulators. Screw it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's what everybody will say. But anyway, that's all I got as far as news. Uh, the the last things that I had are the list of uh, Xbox games for gold that are coming yeah. out for the month of August. They have Slime Rancher, which the hell is that? I don't know. But you know, it could be a good indie game. You you could. I would almost imagine that you know, hearing Slime Rancher. I'd, automatically think dragon warrior but i'm probably wrong or dragon quest you gotta get with the times i'm sorry yeah, yeah it's okay uh no. trials fusion which is a that's a good game it's a bmx game yeah no it's a motorcycle game motorcycle well, those games are fun and i have you know i like those games mm-hmm. i feel like game I'm, I'm familiar with it but not enough to i've never played it um bayonetta yeah. is coming out for the 360 which that is a game i wish i had played i it came out on the I think part two came out on the, the Wii, was it the Wii, Wii U? Yeah. And they offered you the first one if you bought the second one. I, I played a demo of part two, and I feel like that was a, a game that I missed out on. Nah. Platinum Games, I think, did it. And, and yeah, it's a Platinum. fantastic game, or at least what I saw of it. Yeah, it was. A I've good heard game. a lot of good things. The first one was fun. So, you're I, I, I kind of wish. A, a witch. Yeah. It kind of felt like uh, Devil May Cry. The, uh, yeah. I, I've heard that comparison. Yeah. So, I don't know. That would have been cool. Uh, and Red Faction Armageddon also for the 360. Nah, it's okay. Which, it's just okay game. It's okay. dated. Uh, for uh, PlayStation for the month of August, you got Just Cause 3 yeah. for the PlayStation 4, which is pretty big game. It? Have you played it? I have not, but uh, See, it's well, a no. good game. It's a, that's an <laughs> yeah. awesome game to have. Uh, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry, which I think I actually bought years ago. Yeah, you did. Uh, I years ago. talking about it. So, and it, it was you play as what, uh, Adewale? Yeah, it was. Uh, he was, wasn't he? Like, um, he was a, Edward, was a slave, right? Yes, but he yeah. was freed by um, right. Kenneth's his name, Ed, Kenway. Ed, Edward Kenway. Kenway, Kenway, yeah, the yeah. pirate. So, I said Kennison, like Sam Kennison wrote yeah, in there. Was not good. Ah, get out! <laughs> get so, out of the ball! Go. So there's that. That would be fun. So that's Creed's always fun, but it's a little dated, I would yeah, say, because I know but, I've had that one for. Just Cause Three is pretty new, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's dude, it's loads of fun. You will like that game. I heard it was balls nuts. It is. It's a lot like um, I don't know uh, what's that game you like. Um, it's not Agents of Mayhem. That's oh, Saints Row. Yeah, kinda, yeah, we were talking about that. Kind of has that um over the top action. Saints Row. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just Cause Three kind of has that uh, over the top feel like that stuff you can do in that game. It did look crazy. I might try it. Hey, well, what answer is there? They've got uh, some AAA games now. Those people that are crying about the game, yeah, the yeah. PS Plus, you know, things they can't. They've been doing a really good job the last few months. I think. I mean, unfortunately, it's been games that I have already bought, but I right. it's really good games. Like, yeah, and you know, I'll be honest. Anyway, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm. I don't want a game. I guess every month, I don't feel like I need a game catered to me all the time because. I have a backlog of games I need to catch up on. So if every month I was getting a AAA title that I've never played or something like that, I'm going to want to play it. I don't need that. Otherwise, I'll never get done. I'll never have games, you know, any time to play them all. So I'm okay not having a a big AAA title game. I mean, give me a few indies that I might try out on my own 
I might dig, I might not. I they they need to be. It needs to be for experimentation. I feel like. Yeah. Because I've said this before, Hotline Miami is a game I got from PlayStation Plus, and I don't think I would have played it. I might have if I'd seen someone like you know you playing it or something like that, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. But it was a great game. Oh actually. yeah, it was gifted to me, so I'd say the same thing. I don't know, I would have picked it up had it not been gifted to me, and I'm so happy they did. It was an exactly. amazing game. So I Love feel them. like that that little moment right there was enough for me to say, okay, I'll, I'll give this a try and check it out. Fell in love with it, and I bought the second one the moment it came out because I was like, I want to support this. Yeah. Because it's yeah. it's worth it to me. So that I feel like that's what this needs to be for, but you're not going to please anyone. So, meh. But uh, PlayStation 3 games are Super Motherload and Snake Ball, which I have no idea what they are. Don't care. It's like trash. I hate to say that, but I, the fact they're even supporting PlayStation 3 now is just it's mind-boggling. Yeah. I'm ready yeah. for them to stop, maybe switch over to the VR. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get some VR games. Um, and then... Two Vita games. Uh, one is called Downwell, which I'm not familiar with, but it is a cross-buy. It's a new game. Is it? If, I, if I'm not mistaken. It's it's a, it's a cross-buy with the PS4, so you could also play it there. Yeah. And then uh, Level 22, which I think I watched a little bit of that, and it seemed interesting, but I could not tell you right now what it was. Is it a cross-buy also? No. no. It's, it's I love that you can, they have the cross-buy. I love that. But, I mean, it, good little lineup, I'd say. It's, it's nothing major. So. No, no. But, uh, guys, that is it for the show. I hate that we don't have our Ask John segment unless we want to... Yeah, we actually wanna... we actually had an Ask John question. We're going to save for the next time. We will. We I'll could be... ask We could ask Lacey, since she's our guest host. Oh, my God. I mean, we've already asked her a bunch of questions. So, Do you think we should? Do we want to ask her this one? We save that one for John. That's a John <laughs> question. Yeah. yeah, he's the animal expert. That's right. <laughs> So, you, you want to give her a question? You, you got a question? Um, you had a question for her earlier. You never did ask. What did I ask? What was it? It was what? about your favorite thing in the world. But, yeah. <laughs> hey, do you like baseball? Oh, no, I don't. Damn it, Lacia. Yeah. You were so perfect. I feel like I just ruined a really good thing, too. I can pretend. Well, I mean, you live in Chicago. I thought you might like the Cubs. Well, I mean, I I don't dislike them. I just, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Although, it was pretty electric the night they won. It fled everywhere. And it was just nonsense and chaos all night long. Horns That's pretty and awesome. Fireworks and people screaming. And, oh, I mean, yeah. it didn't matter how far away from Wrigley you were. Like, it was chaos. And you got kind of swept up in that, yeah. you know? Yeah. But uh, I didn't. I did watch the last half of the game because I wanted to be part of history. Right. Yeah, I did, too. Uh, that kind of happened yeah. here with the Predators this year. You know, the all the electricity from their season kind of, you know, went Ooh. everywhere across Middle Tennessee. It was kind of cool. We were actually in Florida. There was people down there with Predators flags. I was amazed. Yeah. Yeah, the reason I say that is because the trade deadline is on Monday, and I'm excited today. Uh, I'm a Yankees fan, and nobody around here wants to talk about baseball. I was hoping that you would you know, tear that wall down. I'm sorry that it's I couldn't okay. oblige, but we'll just, I, don't, I don't hate it. I just don't really know enough about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know we just met, but, you know. I'm not going to creep out on you or nothing. Experience would have happened. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been a bonding experience. It could have been. You, you just, you just, you it could all have, went down, yeah. downhill. Yeah, I know. It just Something. shot. You shot yourself in the foot. <laughs> yeah. She... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
But no, uh, uh, we're going to wrap it up since we're done talking wrap about it up baseball. Like with a lump, lump. Your trade deadline. Trade we deadline. Like that, that also, yeah, <laughs> because it deals with my baseball game, MLB 2017, the show. Hello. Oh, nice All plug. These, Are they a yes, sponsor? I wish no. Sony talked to us. <laughs> uh, if they get the, if they get, they're going to get Sonny Gray. The Yankees could possibly get Sonny Gray. They just got Jamie Garcia last night. I'm going to erase my save file and download the new team and start a new game. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, gosh. So, so, just shoot me. Baseball. Go play Noah's Ark. <laughs> <laughs> Might be more fun than your baseball. <laughs> you shut we'll it. Well, shut at least your our mouth. version, anyway. Yeah. Like shut your mouth. That's right. We need to get our version off. Yeah, I think so, too. Those pirates on the high seas after God floods the place. I think we show God's face, too. Who's, who's playing God? Russell Crowe. Okay. <laughs> And he's Noah and, and no, he's not gonna be I Noah this time. Noah. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy's playing is playing uh, Noah. Okay. Okay. So this is this is going into kind of like a Mad Max Robin Hood territory. I wherever. Yeah. Now who's yeah. directing this game? Um, Ridley Scott. No, uh, Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Wow, that is a, a very inspired choice. No, it's not. He he asked me about it. Oh, he did he? Me. Wow. He's gonna why why have I not known that you knew Oliver Stone? Yeah, he wasn't he in uh he just got back from Russia? I don't know. I don't Didn't he do those Putin talks in him? Didn't he go over and talk to Putin? Maybe he did. I don't know. Putin's gonna be is gonna play one of the pirates. He's the he's the antagonist. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, well I'm gonna wrap this up. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm getting off the tracks here. <laughs> yeah. Well it goes to the bad place. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, we do appreciate all of you who are listening, uh, whether it be through iTunes, Google Play Music, or even Podbean. Download their app right now and download our podcast and many others so you can listen to us and them on your time whenever and wherever. Please feel free to like our episodes, and if you enjoy them, please leave us a comment, good or bad, because we don't know if we're doing good or bad unless you please. let us know. We can only improve by improving through your comments. Criticize us. Yes. And you can also go to our Facebook page where you can leave us comments. Look us up under Super Mega Crash Brothers. We actually started a community page this week where you can get on there and talk to us and fellow gamers about anything you want to discuss and let us know what you'd like us to discuss on the show. <clears throat> and if you want to show us a little further support, you can go to www.patreon.com slash productions to give a little money and receive exclusive benefits not available anywhere else, such as behind-the-scenes photos and videos as well as early access content. Early. Early. <clears throat> early access. She knows. Yeah, like if it comes... I was just going to say, I can vouch for that. I, I have gotten early access content that you guys want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Just saying. So she, guys, she never lies. Lazy never lies. I don't. Yeah. Nope. She's very honest. Honest Lacey, yeah, that's what they call me, man. Can I just call you Lace for short? Hey, they Lace. do. Yeah, because nobody can say Lacey. It's kind of funny. Where are you from? Like they just ignore like the originally. A. Where are you like from originally? Exist. Huh? Where are you from originally? St. Louis, Saint Illinois, Louis? but the St. Louis area. Yeah. Nobody's. Well, maybe you have heard of Belleville now, but we won't go into why. But Belleville, <laughs> where I'm from, seven miles from St. Louis. It's like us saying we're, you know, in the Nashville area because we don't want to say, well, we cannot live off in this little podunk town. It's not podunk. It's just like nobody knows Lebanon, so you say Nashville. Yeah. They go, oh, that's right. the country okay. music show. Yeah, it's easy. That's exactly why I say St. Louis. 
Nobody's right. heard of Belleville. Right. So St. Louis, right there, seven miles from it. Right on. Well, that is our show. I have been Stevie. I can't St- even say my this name. Is Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. I can't even say. I'm just. I'm having trouble all day. Can't talk. I can't talk. I've been coughing. Do you remember <sighs> your name? I. I, I it's forgot been two. It. It's been two weeks. It has been two weeks. It, it shows. We should end with a kiss. <sighs> no, we're not doing that. Oh no, no, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, I have been Stephen White. Stephen White. And this has been Todd Stark. That's me. Yeah, and we'd like to thank Lacia Finley for joining in for the entire show. Oh, look at she's sitting. She's thank like that. You. Thanks, Lacia. I know. Thank you. It was such no, I a... had fun. Thanks so much for having me on. This was great. Well, I'm glad glad we got to have you on here on a different capacity than we had originally planned. It was much. Much more engaging and a lot of fun. So much better without John's smart mouth. (laughs) I hope you hear this, John. You're a smart aleck. (laughs) And to all of our listeners, be sure to check Lacia Finley out on Twitch. And you can also follow Epic Streamers, her community team, out there on Twitter and YouTube. So Yeah, Todd. Non-douchey male streamers in Epic. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, like uh, we talked to, what, Epleb? Epleb, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a pretty cool guy. He's a cat, though. I yeah. mean, he's a cat. Sorry. Yeah. Cats are cool. It makes it a little hard, but, you know, we, mm. we get through it. We get through it. That's right. Well, guys, that has been our show. Until next time, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.